there's no need to rush. Oh gosh, don't mind me. Am I singing? Welcome back to Be Mindfully You with Brenna. Yesterday I recorded this episode twice. Um, and luckily I only got through like the first 10 minutes, but oh my gosh, you guys, the sound difficulties. I don't even know what was going on, but there was something happening. And I was not having very good success. I had to throw my hands up and just kind of walk away and take the rest of the day, go pick up my kids, enjoy, you know, the rest of the time and just do our thing because this obviously was not working and it was not my ideal preference. So gotta love learning curves. I am now on my computer doing this and I'm hoping that today will be a very successful day of recording so I can move forward. <laughs> Anywho, um, the last, if you are new to joining Be Mindfully You, this is um, my podcast that I just started. The first episode was just kind of that introduction of who's Brenna, what's her background, what's going on, why I want to do this podcast. My second episode was all about my breast cancer diagnosis that I received in late 2020 and um, went through my journey of treatment in 2021 and now um, I want to talk about something that was like a piece of that journey, but also, well, let's just be honest, it's it's the entirety of that journey, but this is also something that's been very important and that I think is very important for other people to hear as well too. So it's not really talking about the diagnosis today, but more so about the word surrender. So I just kind of want to talk with you all about my journey with this word and this word has been kind of haunting me for the last couple of months. Um, I, a couple months ago, somebody had like talked about the word surrender and I'm just like, mm, I really don't like that word. Um, so amongst looking further into what surrender is, and that's what we're going to talk about today is what that actually looks like. Um, for myself, um, for this book that I've been read that I had read, and for what it actually looks like for other people. So, um, and we're going to kind of define what the like the dictionary states of what surrender is. Um, we're going to change it up a little bit and kind of challenge that perspective of what surrender is. And so, let's start with my own thing. So, a couple of months ago, um, this lady, I'm sitting in sound healing. And I'm sitting in this wonderful uh, silk and I'm laying there and enjoying the bowl and she's coming around and she's touching it on my body. And the next thing you know, she says, surrender to blah, blah, blah. And then she says, surrender to la, la, la. And every time, I kid you not, I had this physical reaction to that word surrender. And surrender in my mind is to give up, like to no longer fight. And this has been ingrained in me for a very long time that I always have to fight. Everything's a fight, a fight for affection, a fight for attention, a fight for just whatever. It's always a fight, you know, whether it's a fight for life or a fight to get through this or a fight in the financial hardships or, you know, just there's always this fight, 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 fight that is really hard for me to lay down the 
platter of a fight, I guess you could say, lay down my sword and my armor because I just feel like it's always been there. Like I'm always defending myself from something happening, especially since 2019 um, when everything medically just changed for me in my life. And it has been a constant, I get knocked down with something and I have to get back up again and continue to fight and continue to push forward and continue, 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 continue. That when somebody tells you to surrender, I'm like, "Mm -hmm. no, thank you. So I really just like did not like this woman saying this to me. And I was pushing against it and was very resistant. And later I'm in this um, individual session with her and I'm asking her about, you know, that that word. And she's like, what is it? And I said, I just don't like that word. Um, My another friend of mine love her to pieces. And she said the same thing, like in the midst of a conversation, I think I was upset with something, um, you know, a small argument my husband and I got into, and I was just kind of talking with her about it. And she says, you need to surrender that. And I'm like, I freaking hate that word. I do I hate that word. Like, I'm like, I hate it. She's like, well, I think you need to do some searching on that. And I'm like, um, well, of course I do, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to like it. Like seriously. So needless to say, I started searching and I am in this individual session and I talk with my other good friend, Candace about it. And I state, you know, I, like, I'm really struggling with this word. And she says, oh, I get that. And I could feel your energy shift. And I'm like, yeah, I really don't like that word. So her and I start talking and teasing through some of this. And and I'm like, to surrender means that I'm laying down and no longer fighting. And that's all I know is to fight. Like, if I'm not persevering through something, what am I doing? And I still get choked up and that'll probably happen a lot in these conversations, but that I'm always, I'm always fighting. I'm always the one persevering. I'm always the one that that's strong and making decisions and going through and putting plans together and blah, blah, blah. I mean, like the list goes on. I'm always the one that's doing it, which is totally fine. And I don't get upset or mad about any of those things. Like it's just part of what it is that I do. And I'm okay with that. And I've become okay with that. So what do you like, what do you mean that surrender isn't necessarily a bad thing? And so she hands me this book and she says, I want you to read it. And I said, okay, so here I am. Surgery happens. I'm out of the hospital and my brain is coming back because of the anesthesia and then the pain medications. I don't handle pain medications well. And I pick up the book, The Magic of Surrender by Coot Blackson. And I'm like, all right, she says it's going to happen. And y'all should see how many tabs I have of this takeaway stuff. Um, it's pretty amazing. And we'll get we'll get to that. Um, I am sitting there with my mom and my mom looks at me and she says, what are you reading? And I said, the book called The Magic of Surrender. Why are you reading that? And I said, well, I struggle with this word. And she says, what do you mean you struggle with this word? I said, I struggle with the word surrender. Like, there is no such thing as surrender. And I said, I struggle with it. She says, Brenna, 
you've been surrendering this entire process through your cancer journey. And I said, huh? I had to take a step back and like really think about what it was that she stated. And I said, oh, well, maybe it's a good thing I'm reading this book then because it's got to challenge my perception on what the word surrender actually means. So I want to get in. I shared a little post on Facebook and you might be hearing little noises. It's because I'm sitting at the table and moving things around. Um, but I just absolutely loved this. And um, I wanted to share the actual definition of surrender. And then we'll go to the Facebook posts. But the definitions, there's a verb and a noun. And here's what the definitions on Google state, because I love me some Google. And so surrender is defined as cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. The second one is the noun definition, and that says the action of surrendering. And I cannot tell you how that first one, that verb, just like, this is exactly what it, like what I mean when I think of the word surrender. And cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. Like, you want to talk about raising up my hackles and making me act like a rabid dog than by telling me to submit to somebody else's authority. Um, <laughs> that's just me being honest. Um, when it says, what is surrender and spirituality on Google, it says to surrender and spirituality and religion means that a believer completely gives up his own will and subjects his thoughts, ideas, and deeds to the will and teachings of a higher power. It may also be contrasted with submission. Surrender is willful acceptance and yielding to a dominating force and their will. Their will. Woo, if I could talk. Another definition says to yield to the power, control, or possession of another upon compulsion or demand. Uh-uh, I don't like that one either. Uh, what is a synonym for Surrender. Some common synonyms of surrender are abandon, relinquish, resign, wave, and yield. So I just, man, like I, everything in me is like, oh, you know, when I'm reading through all of this stuff. And as much as I love, 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 I, I'm like, oh, it's like super resistant. So here's the funny part. So on my post, I just stated like, really want to know. What does this word mean to you? What's the first word that comes to mind for you? Is there a deeper meaning to you? Tell me all of it on this post. So I um, I did this. And it's really funny. I love watching people's reactions on Facebook because instead of liking it, they instantly just go to the comments, right? So the first person, scary, vulnerability, to let go of controlling what you never truly had control over to begin with. Give up, letting go and giving it to God. Something that is difficult to do and something that takes conscious practice. It also feels cyclical or seasonal at times. Now, I love some of these definitions and one of them are going to, I'm going to go in and talk about later as well too. Um, because I just loved the way that she stated this. Um, she agreed with another person's um, statement of to let go of controlling what you never truly had control over. 
Ah, shoot, I'll just read it. It's difficult when you are afraid to let go, but the freedom after you take that step is an amazing feeling. You're no longer dragging the weight of it, and it's so exhilarating when you are free. It's like taking a deep breath of fresh air because, as she said, we don't have control of it anyway. No more clutching and clawing to keep a hold of it. So I loved these definitions. I'm hoping that more people will post and share. Um, I just, you know, wanted to get this recorded and get it moving because it's, it's a, it's a major question. Like what does surrender mean to you? So I go into this book and I have nothing but amazing things to state. I mean, on the cover, it talks about finding the courage to let go. Um, it has wonderful definitions. There's things that as always with books, I say, take what you can and leave the rest. Um, because you can't take all of it and not one thing, it turns into like you're idolizing and worshiping this entire thing. I've always believed that there are good parts and parts that are meant to be implemented. And there's, there's parts that just don't apply that you've worked on. So anywho, um, he started off this, um, with the same exact thing. Surrender is the most powerful thing you can do. And I was like, yeah, okay, we're getting into it. And he literally was like redefined and he listed off the same definitions. Um, And then he stated that if you keep reading down, you discover that on the fourth definition in the Webster's Dictionary, to abandon oneself entirely to an emotion or influence to give into And that's what he's based this entire thing off of, of what surrender truly looks like. It's not about the power and control or giving into somebody else's possession or authority. It's, you know, way more, way more than that. And so um, he has like different chapters throughout the book that he shares, um, you know, about our ego. And that one was a massive one that I really loved. Oh, let me back up real quick. He had this awesome formula and he stated surrender plus trust equals magic. Control plus resistance equals suffering. And in the midst of reading another book before this one, it had talked about how suffering is prolonged because of our own disappointment. Like we literally struggle with looking ourselves in the mirror and facing the disappointments that we have in our life. And because of that, our suffering then takes longer and longer to get over. And this is kind of like what leads into addiction and um, mental mental health issues and, and emotional issues and anger issues. And the list goes on, guys. But it's so profound because it's so true. Like even as a counselor, I've literally sat and watched people. I'm like, just choose to, to stop and look in the mirror. And they're like, I just can't, it's too painful. It's, you know, whatever it is. And it, it literally comes down to that one thing of disappointment. And then you, because you cannot look at yourself in the mirror and deal with all of your own demons, you then avoid. And that's what addiction does or I shouldn't even say addiction. That's what sobriety or not sobriety. That's what substances does. Like, um, even I've struggled with that. Like, I just want to numb it out. Let me have a couple of cocktails. Oops. I'm a little bit tipsy. Oops. I forgot about all the things that I was upset about today. And when I wake up tomorrow, it's still going to be there and I still have to come face to face with it. And that's okay. But I've always been that person where, 
I'll deal with it, but I do need this little bit of escape. Is it an unhealthy coping mechanism? Absolutely. Does Brenna do that today? Not very much. In fact, after the cancer diagnosis, you know, like your drinking habits significantly have to change. And if you choose not to, I mean, you choose not to, but I chose to have that not be a part of my coping bag. So I loved, loved that formula that he talked about. And then it just built on this other book that I was reading. I thought it was incredible. And so his, his big chapter one was um, talking about ego and how our ego influences the way that we do things. So like if we really truly want to surrender, our ego will kick in and cause us not to do, not to do that. And, um, he just, I mean, I, like, I can't, he talked about love and he talked about, um, our souls and he, you know, he just, I mean, he just breaks it down y'all. Like I cannot tell you how amazing this book is. Um, it really took me to a whole different understanding of, of what surrender is. And then my biggest takeaway of all from it was the fact that I have been doing this exactly like what my mom stated that I have been doing this the entire time. And my surrender would be different words than the actual word of surrender. My surrender of what I've been talking about has been accepting, accepting the changes that have come with my body, accepting the process that I had to go through, accepting the fact that it was going to take a year and a half to two years of my life going through this. And honestly, it's going to be even longer. It's three years for one treatment and and four more years, I should say, yeah, four and a half more years for this other treatment that I'm on. Like it's not this, and honestly, that four and a half years could turn into 10 years depending on what the research shows. So it's just, it's acceptance. So that big piece for me was acceptance that also means surrender. And, um, so that was just one of the the words. And so, um, I loved this part in his book too. It said, stop resisting your calling, stop refusing your greatness, stop dimming your light, stop hiding your gifts, stop fighting your purpose, stop arguing for your smallness, stop crawling in the mud. It's time to say yes to the real reason you were born. This is when you have access, when you access the magic and then life will give you the wings to fly. And I loved his piece in there about your purpose. Sometimes your purpose is exactly what you're doing right now. So if it's listening to this podcast, you're serving your purpose Sometimes we get stuck on this massive ideal, and I know that I have for sure been stuck on this massive ideal of the per- my purpose is is you know being an entrepreneur. My purpose is being the most amazing mother. My purpose is to um, feel all of these passions that I have. Well, um, I can tell you about all the different passions that I've had. I've had. I don't even know how many of them over the years. Um, and I was constantly seeking a purpose, a purpose, a purpose, a purpose. My purpose, my purpose. I got to do this because of my purpose. I got to start. What's the next big thing? Okay, I got to try this. I got to do this. I got to do network marketing. I got to do all this stuff. Um, 
it just goes on and on and on and on. And I didn't, you know, like, I, like I was jumping from one thing to the next thing, like trying to figure out what that purpose was. And so I last year had to find acceptance with the fact that my purpose is to rest my body because that's what my body needed to do. My purpose today is to be amazing at this recording and do exactly what it is that I'm supposed to do. Not about the words because the words for me are always there. Um, I don't talk about anything, you know, so this is, this is the purpose was, you know, sitting here recording, doing what I like to do. And then hopefully going for a walk after this, that'll be my purpose. So I love, love, loved that piece of it, but there's just so much. He had a chapter on lies. Um, he, you know, talked about like, you know, the truth and like versus all the stuff and the lies and how basically that like influences us. I think the other big one is he talks a lot about like letting go. And my friend Candace and I talked about this in the therapy realm when somebody's like, oh, just let it go. Uh, Brene Brown props in my head of like, oh, you're showing sympathy rather than empathy. Like you're not actually getting down in the mud with the person. Um, and I like, I just love, I like, I don't, I don't love that word because it's so easy to say, let it go. But in reality, your emotions are just that your emotions, like you're going to have these emotions. It's part of you and emotions are energy that go in through your body. So like going back to that resistance I had when I heard this word surrendered, I was having an emotional response, excuse me, but an emotional response. And it was in my body. I can feel it. You can literally, if you are truly so mindful about what's going on in your body, you can feel the energy that takes over and rides around in your body. Well, let me tell you about when I get mad at work about something that somebody has stated, if it's offensive or like, I'm just like sitting there going, oh my gosh, did you seriously just say that? Like I get this sensation in my chest and then it like crawls up my neck and I have to actively breathe to like soothe myself down. You know, you have to feel the things that you feel the same way that, that, you know, you have to feel the disappointment before you go walking off, um, and, and doing and and figuring things out. You, so let me better state this. You have to experience the feeling and the sensation of the disappointment, which comes shame, which comes all these other emotions in order to move past them and let it be. I've faced this disappointment and I'm walking forward now. And a lot of people really struggle with that because they don't deal with shame, but they don't want to deal with the shame of it. And I wholeheartedly understand that it is really hard to swallow that bitter pill of I totally effed up and I don't know what else to do. So I'm going to run like everybody has this sensation. Um, Oh, I love that. I love the statement too, because it kind of flows into what, what we were just talking, what I was just talking about. Resistance robs us of the ability to embrace all that life is trying to offer. If we would only open our eyes and look around. Ah. Um, I can go on about that 
like forever about the resistance to, you know, all of these things. Like I have the, I think my mom and I've talked about this too, about, um, the resistance for trying new things. So I am adventurous and I love trying different things. I'll pick up a recipe off of Pinterest or some other website or even social media and be like, dude, this looks bomb. I'm totally trying this. Never cooked it a day in my life, but I'm going to try it. And my mom's like, I can't do that. Like, how do you, how do like, mm -mm, mm -mm, no, no. Because I, if, if I don't know that it's going to turn out good and I'm feeding other people, she's like, mm, that Bob, like, I can't do that. I absolutely cannot do that. And I just kind of like giggle because I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like you're going to, you're going to enjoy this crap food with me or it's going to be the best thing ever. And then we just make tweaks to it. And she's like, mm -uh. like it just like, she can't do that. So as time has gone on, like she's been getting way more adventurous with things. And I'm like very proud of her for being able to do that. But it has been pretty difficult for, for her. And I'm sure that there are other people that can totally relate to that. Um, but it's like, step out, try it. Don't be resistant to something. If you're resistant, it means that there's growth there. It means that there's something that needs to be done. So, um, anyways, but so his chat, the chapters in here is super long. Um, and, uh, the other word that I love talking about um, that somebody else brought up on social media was vulnerability. I love that freaking word. And I have been so vulnerable this entire process. Um, I Some of you may know from my social media, if you follow me on social media, the pictures and stuff that I've posted. Um, but I have bared all to everyone to know what everything is from like the mental health standpoint of what it's like being a cancer patient to walk in forward with all of these things where my head's at what I'm struggling with what I'm dealing with like all the stuff like I have been so vulnerable I have cried lord I have cried and people have seen my tears and I have talked about sex and sex life stuff and how that changes um, for breast cancer patients with a hormone positive diagnosis. And I, um, you know, I've had people come up to me like I like that I least expected that would watch the videos and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I just cry with them all over again because it's a shared, a shared pain. And even, and it's not even those people that, that don't, that have been diagnosed with breast cancer. It's, it's people that have just been struggling with, um, just sex life stuff and pe like period. And you have to be vulnerable. You have to surrender to the fact that this is what's happening to you and figure out how to move forward. Um, and so, all right, I digress. But anyway, so, you know, he talks about love and this thing and he, you know, goes on. And so overall, I have really just enjoyed um, this book. It's it's just incredible. Um, 
he, he does such a great job like putting it all together and using other people's stories to talk about. I think he was talking about Tyler Perry in one of the books or in one of the chapters about his story and how he never gave up on this vision of what it was that he wanted. He was relentless and surrender and he would just surrender to the process of it, man. It takes so long. Most people give up on businesses, small businesses in the first like um, year because it's so hard. It's like two to five years and most business owners will tell you that it's closer to five years before you start really seeing the fruits of your labor. Um, and, you know, he, he says, he says in this book, what would it mean to reframe success and love and realize that love is not something to distract you from life and protect you from hurt, but to bring you even deeper into who you are meant to be. You might get married. You might not get married. You might get divorced. You might not get divorced. You might become a parent. You might not become a parent. But none of that has anything to do with the amount of love you can share with the world in each moment. You are love. You are born to love, to love without fear, to love no matter what. Not because you feel like loving, but because everything is going well. To love now, right now, can you love? Right now, can you love more? The answer is yes. And he says, love is freedom. And that was another huge takeaway for me. So I have worked with populations of people, widely widely spread populations of people. And some of these individuals um, I've worked with and they are like what other people would describe them as like the scum of the earth because they've, they've committed a crime that there's no, no return for them. And I was asked one time, like, why, like, how are you able to work with these people? And it's because it's not my place to put a price on them. So once again, instead of calling it surrender and love, I called it acceptance, but really it's just, that is my personality. And my gift is to love other people, love and accept for where they are at in their journey and walk alongside them. Their journey is not my journey, but it's not my place to look down at them and to dismiss them because of what they've done. That's their disappointment, their shame, their guilt. They're all of those things that they have to deal with. And they need somebody just like, just like we need somebody to support and love them no matter what. And so, um, people are like, oh gosh, you know, that, that's a whole, that's a lot. And I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it is. And, Today I was journaling and I found this thing and I apologize if you feel like I'm jumping around, but I'm just, you know, that's oh, just me today. Um, I wrote in here that I caught a cold, a small cold. And I've been very proactive. I love my juices and like taking care of myself and doing all the things. Um, but for whatever reason, there's like these little symptoms that like cling on. And as I'm sitting there, I said, it dawned on me that it's funny how symptoms that linger are like those things in life that cling on. The things you just can't seem to shake, the people you feel you can't escape, it can all feel like a cold that never lets go. It's relentless at times. And I think about the book of, about surrendering. So feeling all the emotions is surrender. Allowing things to fall where they fall is surrendering. People will eventually move on. They will always watch. They will always comment. And you will never have control over it. You will wish for them to go away, for them to stop. And you got to find acceptance. 
or aka surrender, that they aren't going anywhere. Letting it be. You will find over time you have less of an emotional response. Creepers are just that creepers. They are unsuspecting. They jump up when you least expect it. Yet they're all they are always there. They never went anywhere, and that is okay. If their version of of their hashtag their best life is to be a creeper, let them. It doesn't change the growth you have made. And you, as always, can set boundaries and limit their access to you, but your emotional response to it needs to dim. So if you need to unfollow, unfriend, block, or leave, then that is that is exactly what you do. And I've made excuses to leave a party because I felt unwelcome and the vibe I felt and the energy that was there, I was like, Ooh, uh-uh, I can't do this because it left me questioning myself. And I had to stop and recognize, okay, well, I guess these aren't my people and that's totally fine. I know where I'm welcome. I know where I want to be. And people will always, always, and I cannot stress this enough. People will always talk. Like they're always going to talk about me. They're going to talk about you, you know, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. My job is for people to walk away from me and know that they felt loved and they can talk about the good. And I just want to leave them with nothing to state because I'm living true to myself and showing love to others. And when people talk, They have nothing better to do. It's more about them. It definitely isn't me. And insecurity and a lack of surrender in people causes a lot of yucky behaviors. Man, I can't express to you how yucky sometimes behaviors are when you feel super insecure. And I'll give this example because it's happened to me. And I hear this happen a lot with women they have these emotional reactions and they're like, oh, I don't know about this, about so-and-so. And when you ask them, tell me more about that feeling. And their response is, well, I don't know. They're just, I don't know. They're just, they're just like, something's just rubbing me wrong. And my first response is you need that person in your life. And people look at me like, what do you mean, Brenna? And I'm like, you need that person in your life because they're causing you to feel insecure. And that means that you have growth to do. And placing those people in your life strategically, you can, they they can become a stepping stone in your life, which is not a bad thing to state. Most people are like, oh my God, that's so rude of you to say that somebody's a stepping stone. Well, every person that walks into your life can is a lesson. Every situation that happens in your life is a lesson. Are you growing or are you staying stagnant? And so you need those people in your life. If they're a stepping stone, great. If they are meant to be in your life for forever, fan freaking tastic, man. Absorb it, love it, embrace it, surrender to it, walk through it, do what you got to do. And I will forever stand firm on that. If you make me feel insecure, great. I'm going to figure out why. Where's the growth? What do I need to do? How do I need to do about it? You know, what do, or how do I need to go about it? Well, what you got, what you got, what you going to teach me? I want to be a student of life and, and having that perspective is like totally shifts you. So I guess the major part of what it is for me is that I've been surrendering this entire year and a half. 
I've been surrendering for a lot longer than that, but the words look different. Um, fear, acceptance, vulnerability, lack of control, or I should say not lack of control, but acceptance of the, that you're not in control of putting down the ego of putting down the, the, the negativity and just um, embracing, maybe that's another word I should state is embracing all of what life has to give of, of, of instead of surrender, it's love. Instead of that, it's rest. Um, it's knowing that my purpose is just that is to do this is to be the best version of myself, to be the, the best version of myself for my kids, for my husband, for my family, for my friends and, and to constantly grow. And so I really enjoyed this entire mind shift of what surrender is and what it looks like and how this changes and shifts things for myself. Um, I also felt really proud of myself that I have been doing this this entire time I've been doing this. I just didn't realize what it was. So hopefully that that changes things for you because surrender is more than just giving up. It's more than just being scared. It's more than vulnerability. It's more than all of these things. It's like this all-encompassing umbrella. Surrender is the umbrella and all of these words fall under it. And I actually think I drew something like that in one of my journals when I was reading, because um, I journal as I as I read as well too. It's a lot of um, thought provoking stuff, man. There's so much. I wish I could find it. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, oh! I think I came up to it. Yep, surrender umbrella of letting it be mindfulness, insight, acceptance, empathy, compassion, vulnerability, your quirks, joy, love, grace, self-reflection, moving forward, happiness, understanding your choices. And I really just love that. Oh, that's what it was earlier. The battle between your ego and your soul how to maneuver around the resistance. It's a daily battle when new situations cause you to step back, to look at the scenario and make sure you aren't making rash decisions or that you aren't heaping consequences on yourself. And it was when new situations arise, you step back. So there you go, friends. Some, some of my thoughts about surrender, some of the, the things that I've been doing to learn and grow and challenge that perspective perception that I had of surrender meant weakness and it isn't it is such a huge strength of learning when to surrender in a in a situation whether it's in your marriage whether it's as a parent as a, an employee as a boss as a leader as an entrepreneur as a family member all of those areas man surrender is a part of your life and the sooner you find comfortability with that the growth is amazing. The, the, the life and the sight and the things that come for you is, is just awesome. So anywho, I hope you guys have a blessed day. Stay mindful of yourself and enjoy every aspect that you can. And we will catch you next time here at Be Mindfully You. Thanks so much. 
just can't touch. You should have shared the world, but no one knows your name yet. Yeah.